of the common cold will go down in history. And he was perfectly right, on one point, at least. They did go down in history. The public response to the vaccine was little less than monumental. Of all the ailments that have tormented mankind through history, none was ever more universal, more tenacious, more uniformly miserable than the common cold. It was a respecter of no barriers, boundaries, or classes. Ambassadors and chambermaids snuffled and sneezed in drippy-nosed unanimity. The powers in the Kremlin sniffed and blew and wept genuine tears on drafty days, while senatorial debates on earth-shaking issues paused reverently upon the unplugging of a nose, the clearing of a rhinorrheic throat. Other illnesses brought disability, even death in their wake. The common cold merely brought torment to the millions, as it implacably resisted the most superhuman of efforts to curb it. Until that chill, rainy November day, when the tidings broke to the world in four-inch bannerheads. Coffin nails lid on common cold. No more coffin, states co-finder of cure. Sniffle sniped, single shot to save sneezers. In medical circles, it was called the Coffin Multicentric Upper Respiratory Virus-Inhibiting Vaccine, but the papers could never stand for such high-sounding names and called it simply the Coffin Cure. Below the banner heads, world-renowned feature writers expounded in reverent terms the story of the Leviathan struggle of Dr. Chauncey Patrick Coffin at all in solving this riddle of the ages, how, after years of failure, they ultimately succeeded in culturing the causative agent of the common cold, identifying it not as a single virus or group of viruses, but as a multicentric virus complex invading the soft mucus linings of the nose, throat, and eyes, capable of altering its basic molecular structure at any time to resist efforts of the body from within or the physician from without to attack and dispel it how the hypothesis was set forth by Dr. Philip Dawson that the virus could be destroyed only by an antibody which could freeze the virus complex in one form long enough for normal body defenses to dispose of the offending invader, the exhausting search for such a crippling agent, and the final crowning success after injecting untold gallons of cold virus material into the hides of a group of cooperative and forbearing dogs, a species which never suffered from colds and hence endured the whole business with an air of affectionate boredom. And finally, the testing. First, Coffin himself, who was suffering a particularly horrendous case of the affliction he sought to cure. Then, his assistants Philip Dawson and Jacob Miles. Then, a multitude of students from the university, carefully chosen for the severity of their symptoms, the longevity of their colds, their tendency to acquire them on little or no provocation, and their utter inability to get rid of them with any known medical program. They were a sorry spectacle, those students filing through the coffin laboratory for three days in October, wheezing like steam shovels, snorting and sneezing and sniffling and blowing, coughing and squeaking, mute appeals glowing in their bloodshot eyes. The researchers dispensed the materials, a single shot in the right arm, a sensitivity control in the left. With growing delight, they then watched as the results came in. 
The sneezing stopped. The sniffling ceased. A great silence settled over the campus, in the classrooms, in the library, in classic halls. Dr. Coffin's voice returned, rather to the regret of his fellow workers, and he began bouncing about the laboratory like a small boy at a fair. Students by the dozen trooped in for checkups with noses dry and eyes bright. In a matter of days, there was no doubt left that the goal had been reached. But we have to be sure, Philip Dawson had cried cautiously. This was only a pilot test. We need mass testing now on an entire community. We should go to the West Coast and run studies there. They have a different breed of cold out there, I hear. We'll have to see how long the immunity lasts. Make sure there are no unexpected side effects. And muttering to himself, he fell to work with pad and pencil, calculating the program to be undertaken.